When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Yes, yes, we're here. Let's kick off. Let's go. We got to get it all in in three hours now, right? There's shootings everywhere. I know your old neighborhood. Oh my God! Are we going to talk about that now? Yes, Blake will be on later with more detail, but you can certainly uh, fill us in. Uh, when I saw Benedict Canyon, I thought of you. And I'm this like, was really one block from my old house. Yeah, I didn't recognize this drive, and I, well, actually, yeah. I'd be hard pressed to remember the street you lived on too, because it's been a while. <laughs> you know, how memory works. Yeah. Well, we lived there for 14 years. You did live there a long time. Yeah. And and uh, there's this road, Oak Pass, which led right into our front driveway. Oh. All right? And we, we were facing like a T intersection. I remember that. You had a weird yeah. intersection there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go up a block, Oak Pass became Ellison. And oh. one of the first houses on Ellison, this is like a less than a three-minute walk from my house, that's where this shooting went on. Seven people got shot. Three women were killed in a, in a parked car. And then four others were shot and wounded. Two of them ended up in the hospital. Uh, Is this gang-related? I mean, these women are from well, Arizona and in uh, Illinois. That's kind of weird. Uh, well, well, we know it's an Airbnb situation. or Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I shouldn't say it. It's a short-term rental. I can't. I don't want to. Disparage Airbnb. It's 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 likely that though. It's it's Airbnb or what's that other one? VRBO. Yeah, that's the other one. Yes. Yeah. Well, because uh, we we still have friends who live there. Uh, when we got there, uh, back in the nineties, it was a mix of actually older celebrities who had bought in the early seventies houses were going for sixty, a hundred thousand dollars, if you can believe. <laughs> when we got there, the houses were considerably more than that, but still affordable to some extent. And 
it was a mix of these old celebrities and then these new families. And we were one of them. In fact, we probably had a half a dozen other families that we regularly socialized with. All our kids were the same age, you know, two, three, four, five years old. So we went to a lot of parties in the neighborhood. Birthday parties, New Year's parties, you know, Christmas, Passover, whatever. Uh, my wife's sister lived there for a while. So that, that was, a, that was a, a busy area for families and children. In fact, you had an old celebrity live next door to you. That's right. We had an old we had an old actress next to us, an old actress across the street, yeah. a TV host, and his wacky beauty queen wife was up the block. That was <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that was, yeah. it was it was it was a color. I mean, they're, they're really normal. It was people. a nice area though. Nice I used area. to pick a... you up for work sometimes oh, yeah. and uh, check yeah. out the area. It's yeah, probably some shady drives and probably the favorite place I ever lived in my life because oh. I, I really love uh, canyon living. I really loved. Being isolated from the city area, yes, you weren't that far from Beverly Hills. But no, yeah, no, you could drive. You could drive. You know, ten minutes down here in Beverly Hills, ten minutes down here in Sherman Oaks. So it was, yeah. it was. It was good. Eventually, we had to move because the kids went to a school, and all of life went down the hill and down the road. But uh, it was good. But I mean, it was as quiet and peaceful and safe as you possibly could want. Really was. It was just idyllic. And when I heard. I, that there was this this triple murder, seven people shot. It's like, oh, there's a story here. This is not. <laughs> it wasn't one of your celebrity neighbors gone amok. No, it isn't our old friends and neighbors. No, no. And what's I thought of that too. I said it either it was a wild party or it could have been a rental because no. a lot of people are doing this now to make a lot of extra money. They could even buy homes and just uh, rent them out as short term rentals. It says this one can take. Well, the listings are six hundred dollars to seventy five hundred dollars a night. For homes in that area listed yeah. on uh, short-term rental website, seventy-five hundred a night. Yeah, well, because when that's we were, a lot of money. When we were living there, there was no such thing. But what I understand happened is some of the older residents died, and these investor types bought the properties and immediately turned them into hotels. Yeah, right. I mean, if when you're you, going to get seventy-five hundred dollars a night for a place, right. well, yeah, that's got to be lucrative. Yeah, extremely lucrative. Even if the home costs you a lot and the mortgage is high, so that's still quite a, quite a lot of money to rake in. So from what I understand is there was a guy in the neighborhood, and he started renting this his place out for a lot of money. And I don't know what showed up, but uh, it, it, it was a bunch of guys with guns, and these women were all shot up in the car. So you you've got. Yeah, it's a bit unusual to have three women be the the dead people. It's, yeah, you know, I I know. Usually guys, if they're gangs, engage in. Yeah, this is, I, I think it was an exchange of gunfire, from what I understand. Yeah, some kind of some kind of gang shootout, um, yeah. and you know these were the women of the gang members, or I, who knows. Do you have any uh, inside information? Anybody used to know lived there telling you anything, or uh, they didn't know other than. In the middle of the night, there were a lot of helicopters and sirens and police cars and oh. tape cordoned off. I saw interviews with, with some of the locals, and everybody just said the obvious thing. like no, But what they said is increasingly these homes have been rented out, uh, and you're getting these wild parties. And you're getting people who don't uh, normally live in the neighborhood showing up just for the weekend. Well, they don't live in the neighborhood at all. They're just showing up for the, for the, to, for the party weekend 
or, or to attend the parties. And now, sometimes, is that part of L.A. or Beverly Hills, the government there? Yeah. You know, by the way, the news stations got everything wrong. In oh, that. they did? They kept calling it Beverly Crest. Yeah, no, why are they calling it Beverly it, Crest? I thought it was Benedict Canyon area of... 14 I, years, I never heard that term once. Nobody called it that. It's a good term, because, though. You're on the crest of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up on on uh, Wikipedia actually, and the Beverly Crest neighborhood goes east of Coldwater. Now we are west, west of, of Coldwater. Right. It's it's it, it's completely wrong. I, I was watching all the TV coverage the other night, and every one of them had Beverly Crest as the uh, as the graphic, and I'm screaming at the TV. And I know some people in the newsrooms, you're all wrong. It's not Beverly Crest. It was. It actually is Los Angeles. It's north of Beverly Hills, and they drew the Beverly Hills Post Office District into that neighborhood. So we all knew it as Beverly Hills Post Office, oh, uh, and, but see. it was it was Los Angeles. And, yeah, and the story in the Times here is calling it just the Benedict Canyon section, right? The the Times eventually corrected it. None of the yeah, TV stations. Right. Everybody had it early on as Beverly Crest, and I stared at that and said, "Really?" And John the, never mentioned it was called that. No, no, I I, I, I never heard that term once. The, t- the TV stations also, I, I mean, nobody updated the stories. Oh, even at 11 o'clock at night, they were saying it was two guys and a woman who got killed. Well, no, it was it was three women. And, and by, you know, by that afternoon, it was three women. So yeah. they, they ran old taped packages. I guess nobody works on the weekends anymore. Nobody does editing. Nobody does rewrites. <laughs> it's just all gone to hell. And what I noticed is... Well, the L.A. Times did about 117 stories on the Monterey Park shooting, right? And a lot on the Half Moon Bay shooting. It was hardly anything about this. They had one story, and every few hours, because I kept checking every hour, they kept updating it one paragraph at a time, one quote at a time. And then when it, right before I came in the studio, it was the same story from 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. I guess they couldn't, they weren't able to learn much. No one seems to be, the police are saying nothing about it at all. No one seems to be curious as to who put this party on, who were the combatants in the shooting. They're all tiptoeing around this. What's the deal? I, I, I've never seen such, such secrecy. How come the other mass shootings got, uh, you know, 117 anguished stories? Well, one thing they did say pretty quickly was this was not a random shooting. Now, you could have no. probably figured that out. These were groups disputing with each other. Sure. It was but some... I think that makes them ease off on the story a little bit. It's not a crazed mass shooter gunman out there killing people randomly. It was a known shooting. They probably mm. knew each other, and uh, well, it's not likely to happen everywhere. Yeah. I'm sure there was a lack of respect or a lack of payment involved. I mean, what, uh, yes, what else is it? What is it? It's some kind uh, of some kind of gangs or some kind of drugs or somebody owes somebody well, money. Often, what happens is they they have a party in an open house and they put an invitation out there on social media and I get you two warring gangs showed up and it's like you're here. No, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but the what, women killed in the car. I mean, just sitting in the car. Yeah. Now, how weird. come they got it? Like what? They were on the wrong side of the on the wrong. Team I imagine there? somebody came up to the car and just quickly shot all three of them dead, and then maybe the others who got wounded outside the car heard the but noise or were nearby, and they started shooting. This air know. this Airbnb thing is toxic. Well, now I wonder if that's going to lead to uh, calls in your old neighborhood for no more of these. Oh, there's some. Yeah, there's some uh, cities that that ban this sort of thing. They do. And, and well, they tried to do it in my town, but it got uh, a little too hard to enforce. So now they kind of have a quiet one. Because people found other ways to advertise their home and just keep it on the down low, you see? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. They didn't go with the major VRBOs and stuff. They went to other places, popped up to to, to, to advertise rentals. So but, people did some workarounds. Look, and it looks like nobody does any um, uh, any background checks on who they're renting out to either. Holy moly. I mean, stop. <laughs> they pay cash. Yeah, I know. You get thousands of dollars and for one why, night. Why would you inflict this on your neighbors? I mean, do you have any conscience at all? <laughs> why would you do this? And is this now going to be the scourge of all the neighborhoods? Some a-hole on the block is so greedy that they're going to rent out to, to any any group of gangsters? Think about to it. shoot up the neighborhood at night? For years, your concern was, oh, the guy next door is going to rent out his home. But often people would sign like a one-year lease. Yeah, sometimes they were riffraff. A lot of times they weren't. But now, short-term rentals? Three days? A party house for a weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. if that opened up next door to me, I would probably lose it. You'd, you'd have to move. And the thing is, if it's a lot of homes in the neighborhood, that means it's constantly going on like this. It says here in the story, well, this idea of renting out homes uh, really popped up during COVID. Because allegedly people didn't want to go to clubs or clubs were closed. So they started renting private houses to have their big wild parties. That's still carrying then, on. You know what? Do it in a, in, in a more proper neighborhood, all right? Not yeah. not these neighborhoods. Come on. Well, we'll see what Blake Trolley knows later on in the show. We will talk to him. When we return, you have a chance for money. We do. We're continuing to have the keyword for a chance at $1,000 in the KFI Cash Refill Contest. And this is unusual to say. We have a trifecta of Tesla stories. How's that? A trifecta. Three, three stories involving Teslas. And again, I ask the question, why is it important we know, like in the headline of the story, that the, that a Tesla vehicle was involved? I, don't, I still don't understand that, but we'll get to the trifecta of Tesla stories, too, coming up. <laughs> Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. More hits than a Chevy, I guess. And we got a big round of rain last night. See, it's not all gone. Huh? Or is no. it just me? Sometimes it only rains over my house, so I'm just checking. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got that dark cloud that follows it's you. the cloud just kind of follows around, right? No, it rained on me too. No, it was pretty heavy for a while there because I was looking at the weather last night. It just said eh, it's a thirty percent chance at four a.m. and I thought eh, usually those storms peter out, but then I woke up to this noise and it was tremendous amount of rain falling for a few hours there. Uh, all right, so we promised you a trifecta of Tesla stories. Uh, it's somewhat of a mystery to me sometimes that they have to include Tesla in the headlines of the stories involving cars that are involved in something. I, I don't remember seeing Ford Explorer mentioned as much. Volkswagens, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, John thinks it gets more clicks, I guess. Yes. The first one is the crazy guy who was driving around in his Tesla, and apparently when he didn't like something that another motorist did, he'd come to a stop in front of you and get out and start whacking your car with a pipe. Remember that story? Yes. That At video. At least 10 people came forward with stories that they've had frightening encounters with this man, various places in Southern California. The one that got a lot of news was the two freeway in Glendale. Turns out he was driving a Tesla Model X, which is uh, the more high-end Tesla. So uh, what a wacko. And they caught him. And we have to give a nod, John, it looks like, to TikTok. Mm. Because popular internet sleuth Tizzy Ent began sharing eyewitness news videos to his 5.3 million TikTok followers, and several people came forward with the suspect's name. He passed it along to police. They made an arrest in Torrance. Do I know for sure that's exactly how they did this? I do not know that, but... Well, um, 
All right. Good. They arrested him at a car wash in Torrance yesterday afternoon. 36-year-old Nathaniel Walter Radamack. I'm not sure what he does for a living and driving a 2022 Tesla Model X unless it's a lease. He probably has a decent job. I mean, that's a significant purchase. Uh, his bail is $5.175 million. Assault with, for the deadly weapon. Two outstanding warrants for him. But well, they believe that they've caught the, uh, the the car basher, the Tesla driver car basher. They also must think he has a lot of money, too. That's why they gave him such a high bail. Or Well, he is a threat. I mean, he's out there bashing people's cars. Who knows before he would kill somebody? Uh, yeah, what kind of a screw loose is that? I no idea. I don't think he ever hit anybody. He just smashes your car and then drives off. Just or get, gets off on the intimidation of being uh, the king, master of his universe. I I guess I and, I and he didn't wear a mask or any kind of covering. I remember seeing his face pretty clearly. Well, I think I do, and I'm thinking, oh yeah, he did wear a mask, but you can see his eyes and his head, the top of his head. So I yeah, there were there were can't believe he uh, and he had a, he had like no plate in the back. Yeah, I'm looking at the video again. He was wearing like a black bandana mask yeah and i'm seeing a number of videos where he did not have a mask on yeah so how long does he think he was going to get away with this i i, I don't i don't know he's got he's got wackos some kind of, don't really no wackos don't think they react to whatever adrenaline charge they get now yeah. whether he's that uh thin-skinned that if somebody would it be because someone cut him off or he would just randomly stop the car in the middle of the road and do this for sport the best I can remember, it was a mix of stories. Some people couldn't figure out what happened, that he just stopped in front of them and got out and started smashing their car. Other people said, yeah, there was probably some incident between us, which you could call road rage. Uh, oh, he did punch a woman in the face. She had a black eye. This was October of 21. So he did assault somebody, thankfully not with the pipe, but still punched so her in the face. what's this psycho's life like? These guys You're I'm wonder, curious about. You? I mean, how much, how much damage has he done in life? How did he get this expensive Tesla? Because even if you're leasing one, you need some money for that. And the fact that he rode around without any back plate. Now, a lot of Tesla drivers don't have the front plate because they don't like the way it looks. But back plate tells me, yeah, you're up to no good. You is don't want anybody to know. Is he just jacked up on meth? I mean, what? what, what That's provokes... what you said when we did this story. Well, sure because he's probably some sort of addict. But yeah, because of this extreme violence for little or no reason. It, something's got to trigger it. And I have found in my life when I, the few people I've known who've acted bizarrely, I later found out they were on drugs. Like, let's say they had tempers or they had erratic behavior. Then you find out, oh, they were taking pills or they were on cocaine or something. Yeah, and that uh, is often, and now even more than ever. Uh, the second Tesla story concerns the doctor from Pasadena, Darmesh Patel, who apparently loaded up his family in a Tesla Drove north to Northern California, Pacific Coast Highway, and then drove off a cliff with the family inside. This was an amazing story because they all survived. Uh, there was some hospitalization necessary. It was he, he and his wife and their seven-year-old daughter and four-year-old son. The place was called Devil's Slide. This is Highway 1, about 15 miles south of San Francisco. This car went tumbling down 250 to 300 feet. Rescuers said, we don't see really anybody alive after this this has happened numerous times and most of the time they're dead and this family survived that's when we brought up the fact i think he was driving a y and they have like the side airbags it's mm -hmm. really loaded up with airbags i think that may have played a part 
in, in sparing the life. This guy's a radiologist at Providence Holy Cross Medical Center in Mission Hills. This, He's in the news today because they finally have formally charged him with attempted murder. Although at, huh. the, although at the end of the story, they say the district attorney are examining the Tesla to rule out the possibility of a mechanical problem. You know, that's why I thought this is the one story where I thought putting Tesla in the headline might make sense because of self-driving cars. And maybe the defense is going to be, I don't know what happened. It just took over. Uh, the Steve Wagstaff is the DA said, did the brakes fail? Were the brakes working? Were there any other mechanical malfunctions that would have led him not to be able to stop the vehicle? We're having the car looked at from top to bottom. Well, you, but you charge him first with... Yeah, they said there was probable cause to believe the crash was intentional. And they said that pretty quickly after right. this happened. So, and, but now they're checked. They're not, they're not telling us what that is. I mean, what, what evidence they have that this was intentional. But now you're saying they're not ruling out the possibility of a mechanical. Yeah, that's what's weird. Because usually you'd rule that out first. And when you rule it out, then you say, okay, we can do the attempted murder charge. You would think so. Right. But they did the attempted murder charge first and then said, hey, why don't we look at the brakes? Uh, Unless they want to just preempt... Uh, the, a defense strategy. Defense strategy, which I think is coming. And by the way, how would they get the idea that it was attempted murder and not an accident? I understand this is true. He did a U-turn and then decided to go off the edge. But did his wife or kids say, yeah, daddy said he wanted to kill us all. Yeah, I wonder if there was any discussion in the car that led anyone to believe that uh, daddy's going to take us off a cliff. That's a good question. Because there doesn't mention that. I mean, when the case... Makes its way through the courts. We'll hear all of this stuff in detail. I mean, they claimed it. Because all the neighbors, they were a beautiful, idyllic family. It's always a bad sign. It's so strange. Remember, he delivered poinsettias to his neighbors for Christmas. I don't trust that guy. I don't trust beautiful, (laughs) idyllic families. (laughs) Putting on a front, they're covering something up. I like the people who fight on their front lawn. I know they're real. All right. Now, the third Tesla story is next, and it's a beauty. It's an editorial from the El Segundo Times. California electric car sales are zooming. Too bad they're mostly Teslas. At first when I saw the headline, I thought, oh, they hate Elon Musk. But that's not really what they're complaining about. But John has, of course, touched on this many, many times because this car is out of reach for the, most people's budgets. It's, in the, it's the same story for 10 years. Yeah. But, but these, these, these wieners at the Times won't accept it. I don't understand. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Now we're on from 1 to 4, so if you miss any of the show live, it's easy to just get the podcast. Download it at KFIAM640.com. It's put up there as soon as we finish. Or, of course, go to the iHeartRadio app. We're going to the border at 205. Mark Krikorian from the Center for Immigration Studies will talk to us about the sleight of hand from Joe Biden and the Biden administration to make the media go away There was another flashpoint where they were covering the huge influx of migrants at the border or illegal aliens. And then they kind of pulled back because Biden announced, oh, big changes uh, in our border enforcement. Not really. Mark can explain it all in about 30 minutes on the John and Ken show. All right. So we promised a trifecta of Tesla stories. Here comes number three. The El Segundo Times weighs in. California electric car sales are zooming. But too bad, they're mostly Teslas. And like I said, I saw that. I thought, oh, they hate Elon Musk. They don't want people buying Teslas. He's the new Trump. But it wasn't really that. They start off by telling us that in 2022, almost 19% of new vehicle sales were zero emission cars. That's a jump from 12% the year before. But 70% of them were Teslas. 
So because the Tesla is out of reach for many middle and lower class Californians who suffer the most from the dirty air in their communities, how is this going to help us achieve a more equitable and healthy California? They're rich. So they, they can't just be happy that more EVs are being sold. They're now worked up about who's buying them. Well, because if you take out the Teslas, it looks like it's about 6% of the new cars are electric. And that's about the same percentage as the rest of the country. 6%. Right. Right. So the big boost in California is, is the wealthy. And we have more wealthy than a, any other state in the union. And yeah, it's. I was talking about this the other day with somebody. This has become a status car now. That's what it is. The way the BMW used to be. There were certain luxury cars that if you had one, you're telling your neighbors, look at me. Right. I'm succeeding. And now it's the Tesla. Oh, they're all over my neighborhood. But, but the three, which is the low end, you can, but it's still 45,000. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I say I, low end because they're saying if you want a Toyota Camry, that's only 27,000 and up. Right. So and, it's like half the price. And, and the Camry is one of the best selling cars in America because 27,000 is all people can afford to buy. And they tend to keep their cars for at least six years yes. before they trade in for a new one. And the average car on the road has been on the road for 11 years. So these Teslas are the wealthy people who can trade cars every year if they want or three times a year. And often it's their extra car. Because right. if, they, if, if they're family age, they've got big SUVs that they're carting the family around in. Well, they say that you can get the Chevy Bolt and the Nissan Leaf. These two cars have been around for years for less mm -hmm. than 30000 but there's a supply chain problem. You can get a there truck. are waiting lists. Yeah. Yeah, That's but the, why they're not selling so many. They're not making so many. It's yeah, just hard to get them. Those so, cars are like motorized tricycles. They are. Is, are they really? They're, t they're, they're tiny. They're small. They are tiny. Yes, you're right. Small right, little uh, electric tin boxes. You're right. The Tesla, the Tesla Model Y is a little smaller than the X, but it looks like an SUV. But you it's called go, the crossover, so it's kind of a combination. I've never drove in a Tesla, but I've sat in one, and it seems cool, like a spaceship. And I could see why every wealthy guy wants his own spaceship. I don't have one either, but I've driven in them. You will never find a car really with more pickup. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning, but it is like driving a golf cart. You take your foot off that gas pedal and whoop, the car just whoop, immediately decelerates. Just yeah. It's very difficult. I was driving my friend's car. It's like, you really yeah. got to get the footwork right because it's not like driving a gas-powered car. When you slowly take your foot off the accelerator, so the car slowly slows down. The Tesla just kind of whoop. Yeah, that's why you don't like a golf cart. If you yeah. think about a golf cart, you have a some of them are golf carts. So that's why you don't trust the headlines. So it turns out when you look into the details, the electric vehicle boom in California isn't that big. It's wealthy guys buying the third car because their wives got it, got an SUV that they're driving the kids around all week. And and he's got a gas powered SUV as well, because I've noticed a lot of families have twin SUVs. Then right. he takes a Tesla just to screw around with or maybe go to work. But it, it's, it's not this revolution. And the problem is the stuff we've been talking about at least for 10 years. It's too expensive. It just, the average person can't, if the average median income in this country, I'm not talking California, but the median income in this country is $72,000 per family. That includes everybody, per family. How the hell are they going to afford a, a $70,000 electric car? You'd have to That's buy it on lease or buy it on time. Yeah, which they don't. So they buy a Toyota Camry. They, so then they, they mentioned buy a Ford Taurus.
They mentioned the uh, incentives because they were giving some people uh, credits, rebates and stuff. But apparently in California, it could get up to $9,500 towards the purchase of a car. But this is not operated well because, of course, it's a California government program. And there are long waiting lists. Yeah. So a lot of people are not going to oh, get in on that. Sure. If you take tax money from people and give it to electric car buyers, of course you're going to create a market. But it's an artificial market. It's, it's bumped up by $10,000 of free money. But now so let's turn it- to the, the story that goes along with this. Because we love these stories. It was a front page website story at the Daily Mail today. The shaming images that show where our iPhones, laptops, and Tesla cars really come from. The truth about Congolese mines where kids are paid $2 a day to dig for cobalt. Did you look at these pictures, John? Of yeah. The, of, it is like they actually literally are there with the, their, you know, their tools and devices. They're either digging or sifting trying to find any cobalt in like this mountainous region where they're working. And it's all sorts of people. A woman is carrying an infant. There's an older guy and there's a bunch of children carrying sacks on their back and sifting and digging with shovels. Uh, these- China pretty much owns these mines. And apparently the response from Tesla, Microsoft, Apple, and Google is that we don't control this. China actually owns the mines, and they hire the people to sift for the cobalt. We right. just buy it from a middleman. Right. That is that is the classic corporate dodge. We buy it from a middleman. They know that the Chinese mining companies are abusing these African slaves. They don't care. They 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 create a little bit of distance. What they think is plausible deniability. Oh no no no! That that we buy it from the refiners and the smelters. We don't buy it from the uh, actual mining companies. We, we don't know what's going on there. We don't have any say in that. You you've created the market for the slavery. You created the slave market, and then you're oh not us. They're Remember years ago, fr- they made so much about blood diamonds, right? Diamonds yes. that were yeah. Well, apparently diamonds aren't toxic. Cobalt can do damage to your lungs. Oh, it's, it's not extremely toxic. Barefoot children covered in chemicals, endlessly smashing open rocks for two dollars yeah. a day. So you 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 smug Tesla owners who think that you're being uh, uh, socially correct and you're showing off how much you care about the climate and the planet. You're you're poisoning these African children who are working literally for two dollars a day. It's not an exaggeration. Two bucks a day, they're getting coated with with toxic dust from the cobalt mines, and you're driving around preening in the mirror, your silly Tesla, thinking you're me being environmentally sensitive. No, you're not. You're involved in the slave trade. There's a chart from 2019, the world's cobalt reserves, and wow, the Congo stands out. uh, It reaches almost 4 million. I don't know what, uh, oh, it's in tons. Uh, way ahead of Australia than Cuba. Mm-hmm. So that's why countries like China go to the Congo to get their cobalt because apparently that's where they believe the largest reserves of, of that uh, material is. It, you should go to the Daily Mail and see these photos. They have photos, an aerial shot of what looks like thousands of workers all clustered together in this huge pit surrounded by rocky walls. And I guess they're all bent over, scooping up the cobalt. 
Yeah, they're scooping, they're digging, they're yeah. sifting, they're and they're also they yeah, it almost looks like one guy's in a river and he's got like a sifter there trying to see what he can get, you know, get any cobalt from uh he pulled it out of the water some They show a, a little kid like 8 years old carrying a sack of rocks on on the back of his head on his shoulders. Oh, and look at look 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 at what's done to their skin. They're covered in all this cobalt dust. Prolonged exposure to cobalt can lead to lung disease, deafness, and, of course, birth defects and, and forms of cancer. Look at a little kids standing in this dirty pond. No. I, I, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's sickening stuff. Absolutely sickening stuff. Yeah, apparently it's, it's found in the rocks. So yeah. they have to smash them or otherwise sift through them. Wow. Yeah. It is uh, pretty it's, disturbing. Yeah. But so so you got the you got the LA Times rooting on uh, can you imagine the irony here rooting on the African slave trade in the cobalt mines <laughs> so that we can save the planet with electric cars. Wow. Right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken show. You see any editorials on that? You see any editorials uh, about the L.A. Times uh, uh, admitting that they encouraged an African child slave trade for $2 a day? No, I don't think so. Tony Kenshaw, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we're on from 1 to 4 weekdays here on KFI. You miss any of the show live, pick it up on the podcast at KFIAM640.com or, of course, the iHeartRadio app. We'll be joined by Mark Krikorian at 205 to tell you what's really going on with the U.S. border as the Biden administration tries to make the media back off and go away. We've put out new policies and procedures to get a handle on the influx of migrants. <clears throat> Far from the truth. In fact, we did mention this a couple of weeks ago, but Mark can explain it well. They've come up with a new trick so that people won't be considered illegal immigrants anymore. Uh, so they'll be categorized a different way. So when they come into the country, they won't be included in the official number of illegal immigrants who have into the United States. And he'll explain what they're doing with that. It's something called parole. It's coming up at 205 on the Johnny Ken show. Well, there is, sorry to say, not sorry, but one more quick Tesla story. I'd forgotten this one. A listener just sent it. <laughs> Apparently a Tesla model S spontaneously caught fire. Uh, this was up, I think in uh, Sacramento area. Uh, the reason it made news, this is Highway 50, is that it took them 6,000 gallons of water to put out the fire because of the battery fire. That's oh, an electric fire, yeah. Yeah, 6,000 gallons of water were needed to extinguish the car fire. Um, it was a burning battery, and it can release toxic vapors, so you have to be careful when you're dealing with that. So let's see. Let's uh, let's review here. We've got a Tesla connected to uh, a, a horrible fire, uh, child slave labor. In Africa. Yeah, the uh, guy who drove off the cliff in like, Northern California with his family on board. Yeah, if, right. And so. the guy that was bashing cars with a metal pipe. <laughs> They're very different stories. And like I said, they could have been any, well, some of them could have been any car. Sure. But, <laughs> I mean, the guy with the pipe could have driven a Ford. I mean, you know. And the guy that tried to kill his family could have driven. And it's a good thing he was driving a Tesla because that's right. probably why they survived. I don't. I so think that's a I, positive story. I think it's great marketing for Tesla. It's like, you know, you could drive off the road. And fall hundreds of feet, <laughs> flying <laughs> off a cliff. Everybody survives and walks away. How about that? Let's see that in a commercial. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we love it when uh, some of the world's richest people are tortured. And this time we circle back around to Bill Gates. 
the Microsoft co-founder and billionaire, uh, decided to go on an Australian TV show, ABC 7.30. I guess that's the dial position. I don't know. You know, the host is Sarah Ferguson. Wasn't she married to one of the royals? I'm guessing it's a different one. Okay. Oh, well. I gave it a shot. Yeah, he, she was married to Andrew. She was, yeah. <laughs> Fergie. Not, they called her Fergie. That's right. Another member of Epstein's crowd. Which is what surprised me uh, a few weeks ago when you actually admitted you're watching The Crown. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised by that. I was, I was surprised by that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were suckered into it? or No. No, I voluntarily decided that, well, my, my wife suggested it, and I went along with it. And I, I, I you know what? It, it's entertaining just on its own, but it confirmed everything I thought about the Royals. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pleased to see that. And it seems that the Royals feel the same way on the inside. But it's just too good a gig to give up. Yeah. Like, like, it seems well, like they know they're ridiculous. Although they say sometimes, and you hear them say this, I feel trapped. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you have to have this dopey life where you're going around appearing at ceremonies and mm. making speeches. And it's just like, and they're constantly chased by the paparazzi. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of upside to being a royal. You see how they live. I, yeah, they don't have to worry about anything. They right? don't have to worry about anything, which is, which is its own curse. As you watch this thing, you realize they they don't have a purpose because they don't have to worry about anything. And, and their purpose is just pointless obligations to appear right, and to represent. But there is an actual usefulness to what they do. Well, we don't know why Bill Gates went on this show, but apparently the host does start asking him about Jeffrey Epstein. The that dead. One, the one dead these- hold on. Hold on. I'll let you know when we're going to go. <laughs> I have to set it up a little Feeling more. Cool. I shouldn't have paused. That was my... Eric's very good, but he sometimes... That's right. He's waving his arms now. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I, I should say... I'll usually say something like, here we go, let's go. But I... All right. Uh, just to set it up again, of course, Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Uh, we don't know whether or not he killed himself or he committed suicide in prison. But of course, uh, he was chasing after young girls for most of his life. And he was assisted by some well-known people. There are questions about... Bill Gates, who had some sort of relationship with. And, uh, and in this interview, it's kind of also talking about Gates's ex-wife, Melinda French Gates, uh, that part of the reason that their marriage ended was that she didn't like his relationship to Epstein. All right, now we can play this. Now, one of the issues that's dogged you is, is that of your relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Do you regret the relationship that you maintained with him against Melinda's advice and wishes? Oh, I've said that I'm, I mean, this is, you're going way back in mm-hmm. time, but yeah. I, New audience. I will say for the, you know, oh, over a hundred time, yeah, I shouldn't have had uh, dinners with him. Um, Epstein had a way of sexually compromising people. Is that what Melinda was warning you about? No. I mean, it, it's, no, I, I had dinner with him uh, <laughs> yeah. and that's all. And that you regret the relationship, the acquaintance. That I had dinner with him. And, and the relationship between the foundation and Epstein, which There was... never was any relationship of any kind. Um, it sounds like yeah. he's getting a deposition. <laughs> I, well, to reduce it to one dinner, I don't think that's exactly what happened no, between him and Epstein. No, it wasn't just a dinner. He doesn't say dinners. He just keeps saying here, dinner. Here, here's why... I had dinner with him once. Why are you asking me this? Look, 
Gates has uh, a, a, a background in this, all right? Before he got married, he was, he was, and he got his money, right? He had money. He was running Microsoft. He was known to frequent uh, all kinds of uh, strip clubs, right? Yeah, I and, remember that story. Right? right, and then he hosted parties where people were running around nude. Swinger-type parties. <laughs> he was into that scene. Got married late. You know, I don't know what the wife did to earn her... Uh, her position as wife, but she he probably got bored with the marriage, had an affair with another Microsoft employee, and then started flying out to see Epstein. Now, there's too many people who went to these Epstein dinners who are rumored to have uh, sexual issues, right? Not only Prince Andrew, but Woody Allen showed up at these dinners. Clinton. Clinton showed up at these dinners. Kevin Spacey showed up at these dinners, okay? Yeah, Kevin Spacey, yeah. That's right, okay, so... <laughs> That's weird. I, yeah, it's not a coincidence. That uh, like people hang out together. That's that right. Strange. Uh... Right. And he had he had a plane full of well-known people that he would rarely take many times to his pedophile island. All this is documented, is real. Nobody's ever going to admit to it, right? I've yet to see a guy who's going to stand up and say, yeah, I lust after 14-year-olds. Even if you do, you don't say it out loud. And even if you did something, you're never going to admit to it. You're going to take that one to the grave. What did you talk about at all those dinners? Oh, just business, That's philanthropy. Yeah, he was into money raising. Right. What I'm guessing, the reason this keeps coming up with different reporters year after year, is you hear stuff. There's people who probably talked, and they saw Gates in certain situations, right? But as as an interviewer or journalist, you can't prove it because now you're you're – you're dealing with slander, right? Nice, You're dealing with yeah. defamation. So you can't say, hey, uh, back in uh, March of uh, 99, weren't you uh, with uh, six teenage girls <laughs> in one of, uh, one of Epstein's mansions? Well, you can't do that. So what you do is you hint around and try to make them as, as uncomfortable as possible. And that's why Gates sounds so halting there, because he knows what he did. And he's worried that maybe she's going to blurt something out that's going to destroy his life, right? Can you imagine you're on live television? I don't even know why he does these interviews. I mean, there's no upside to this for him, right? He's not going to make any more I don't money think he, he expected that she was going to bring up this topic. and yeah. may have been there for a, talk for a different reason. Yeah. But. So uh, I, I just think people hear stuff and they want to see if they, if they can just get him to snap finally. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.